episode six. Um, I'm going to be talking about lifestyle in Hong Kong, and Connie's going to be talking about lifestyle in Shanghai. Hi. <laughs> so first off, um, I want to talk about the Hong Kong's MTR, the metro system, which, um, similar to Korea, is immaculately clean, well signposted, cheap, and regular, which is very convenient, and it's in- incredibly capable of uh, controlling the crowd, especially because Hong Kong's so small and compact. Uh, really, it only takes like maximum of an hour or like forty minutes to get to like the each end of Hong Kong. So, uh, in this small compact area, I I'm going to be talking about how like uh, people pl- uh, play here or just have fun hanging out. So, uh, contradictory to Korea, where we just have the culture of just going going to places, cafes, and having fun. Uh, Hong Kong actually like has a lot of private activities like trampoline parks, laser tags, and like yacht parties. These are popular birthday spots or party spots. And uh, in these places, we just have fun with our own like private group of people or friends that we uh, personally or privately invite. And we'd also go to like private clubs such as like jockey club or marina clubs. So I'd like to s- share some anecdotes on that. So starting off with Jockey Club, um, there's a there's there's a big bowling alley where we start off our day. We oh. just <laughs> have fun bowling. Bowling. And uh, we'd ha- we'd have our options to go, uh, like playing tennis or basketball, or we'd have a private ice rinks, or we could just go on a swimming pool date. Oh. Right. And uh, the swimming pool in Hong Kong is very popular, especially because it's a Bay Area. We just uh, go out and swim in the beach, or we'd go out on a yacht party, and we'd have uh, swimming sessions in in the in the ocean, or we could just have swimming sessions uh, indoors and outdoors in private clubs. Oh. Right. And talking about ice rinks, it's to be completely honest, ice rinks aren't like the big ones you'd expect. It's just these like really small ones in like underground areas oh. in like clubs. And uh, overall, ice rinks aren't exactly developed, but it's just it's just there as a feature to just have fun. Cool. And uh, same goes for like tennis courts, basketball courts, or baseball fields. It's not exactly like having like these competitive games. It's just having a one-on-one competition or just having fun overall. So these are like a lot of amenities we have. Mm-hmm. And next up are the marina clubs where. You just have a sea view, you could enjoy. Maybe you take out a yacht. Oh, if if it, if there's someone's birthday, you could have a cake. And I just recall eating a, uh, a bagel, uh, bagel with salmon. Oh, bagel I with love salmon it. and cream cheese. Uh huh. It's it's a, r- it's a really good uh, party vibe. It's, it's just a room. Marina Club. Marina Club is um yeah it's a re- it's a really big club on the bay bay side of Hong Kong which oh, it's is bay side. Okay. yeah southwest of Hong Kong uh-huh. uh you could have like buffets parties uh just just have a overall good it's time it's like a party room right right it's okay. it's a party room but on a yacht yacht oh, that's, that's where that's it gets so spicy cool. <laughs> that's where okay. it gets spicy right so what else is there about Hong Kong is like as i mentioned about bay areas because Hong Kong's, well, technically an island, mm-hmm. it's very developed in uh, like beaches, bay areas. Mm-hmm. So, whenever you have free time, you just call up and uh, bring friends to beaches, 
maybe you could have a swimming session in the ocean or just have a pizza party. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, Hong Kong doesn't have like developed uh, delivery system. However, if you go um, near the beaches, a lot of these stores are open to like swimmers and like just people who come from uh, uh, having fun in beach. So what that means is uh, whenever you walk down the streets of Hong Kong or like near the Bay Area, you would have a lot of people uh, barefoot having like a surfboard in their arms just coming in to have a pizza or something. And um, that that's really well developed. And I kind of feel that oh this this is the vibe of Hong Kong this oh. is how like you play in Hong Kong this this is where you hang out right what else uh-huh. is there oh and similar to uh, tea money <laughs> in tea Korea money. Okay. right uh, there is octopus in Hong Kong octopus yes they're <laughs> called octopus <laughs> octopus why is it called octopus yeah. I have no idea why <laughs> oh it's not shaped like an octopus or anything so no it's just octopus. a plain card it's just a it's just a plain card plain card. The mm-hmm. card is called an octopus. Yes, okay. it's, it's very called cute an octopus. and also very baffling. Exactly, but uh, these cards, similar to T Money, you could use them in like buses, oh. convenience stores, metros. But another big part is um, you could use them in vending machines, oh. which is extremely convenient. So wow. Well, you can use T Money. Yeah, in we, vending we can machines also teams? use T Money, oh, right. but it's like limited to t- yeah, it's like really limited. Yeah, kind of limited, but in, in Hong Kong, the subway it's quite abundant. Oh, okay. Um, and also about, I want to talk about, like, how Hong Kong has a lot of, like, d- uh, d- diverse uh, races. It's It comes to the origin of, like, how Hong Kong is formed. So the full name of Hong Kong is HKSAR China. It's a special administrative region, which means that uh, back in the, um, uh, back in, like, the Chinese dynasties and uh, British Empire beat uh, China, like, have, having opium war in mm-hmm. China... That's when the um, British uh, British Empire gained the uh, region of Hong Kong, mm. which meant that Hong Kong was under British British. R- British Empire, and that's when a lot of like uh, British like businessmen came into right. Hong Kong to how make trades to um, Asian countries, East Asian countries, and in the 1900s, uh, when China's trying to get back Hong Kong because of the uh, geological location of Hong Kong where it's really efficient to for Hong Kong to reach out to like China, Japan and Korea. Uh, that's where China comes in and tries to um, get a, get a grip of Hong Kong and that's where British tries to defend off. Mm-hmm. And that's the the reason why it's SAR China is because um, th- they're under both British and Chinese rulings. Mm-hmm. Which means that um, in the late 1900s, a lot of the Chinese government is involved. A lot of Chinese people come into Hong Kong for business. So nowadays in the streets of Hong Kong, you could see a lot of Chinese, a lot of British people. And uh, there's a lot of like uh, Southeast Asian people who come in as Mm -hmm. like workers Mm -hmm. of uh, these Hong Kong, uh, like Chinese and British people. And uh, most of these people are, like, h- house workers or just chefs who come into Hong Kong. And, like, uh, th- they get a really small amount of money just to uh, help out the housework. But, um, so that's why in Hong Kong, like, if you mm-hmm. just go on the streets, you could just find, like, a lot of different, a lot of people from different backgrounds. Uh-huh. Right? Also, there are lots of cultures, right? Mm-hmm. There's, uh-huh. there's. 
there's a variety of cultures, right? Uh-huh. And um, is there any like um specific building or culture that is like combined with Western and Eastern cultures? Right. Do you remember anything? Um, in Hong Kong architecture, there are like uh two to three main buildings. The first one is the IFC, the mm-hmm. International Financial Center. It's which is one of the tallest buildings in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's actually the IFC mall there where the um, Hong Kong's like financial status is based on. So IFC, uh, what else is there? Pacific Place. Mm-hmm. Those are like the m- central areas of where Hong Kong's actual like trades or like business is done. Oh. And the two other um, architects or buildings that are famous in Hong Kong is the HSBC Bank building. Oh, HSBC. Which oh, is I right know. next to the Shanghai Bank building. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, to be completely honest, I feel like the Shanghai building looks way cooler uh-huh. with the uh, triangles. You should really search it up. Uh-huh. But the funny story behind it is the HSBC building was uh, originally in place. And um, after like China came into uh, attempting to rule Hong Kong in the late ni- uh-huh. 1900s, the Shanghai building came in, uh-huh. and if you look at the rooftops of these two buildings, you could see two cannons aiming at each other. Cannons. Cannons, <laughs> which is Literally a very cannon. which okay. is a very funny story. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if it's loaded. It's 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 always been a myth. So I've come to like IFC uh, like uh, like 87th floor in IFC to just uh-huh. take a look at those two buildings, mm-hmm. and you could actually see like cannon-shaped, uh, like, metal, I oh. don't know, c- buildings or mm-hmm. uh, th- those kind of stuff on the uh, roof of those two buildings, which is a really funny story, to be completely honest. Uh-huh. It just shows the status of, like, Hong Kong uh, going against China. And, yeah, that's it for the architecture. Oh, okay. How about Shanghai? Shanghai for the... Okay, Shanghai for the buildings or like that. I will, so, from now on, I want to talk about some buildings in Shanghai. So, it's one of the largest cities around the world. And inside the city, there are so many tall buildings and skyscrapers for business and hotels and some vacations. So, uh, not all of Shanghai is like this, but only a specific place called Pudong, where many people come for the vacation, is like this. So, there are lots of tall buildings over there. So... I will talk about the buildings over there. So first, I want to talk about the Shanghai World Finance Center. It's like a giant can opener. So mm-hmm. it's like giant can opener that would look like this. So a can opener. Yeah, it's like there's a whole middle of oh, a, a whole middle of a, a building. So it's like the hole is like the hole of a can opener. So <laughs> yeah, people call it a can opener tower for like. You know, and it's pretty accurate. Uh huh. And uh, there's a uh, Shanghai Tower, which is the world lo- second uh, large tallest tower over the world, and it's for I guess like business and other things. There are uh, also the sightseeing things on the top, of course, and there are Jim Mao Tower, which is the highest only hotel building in the world, and mm-hmm. has a spikes uh, to prevent the climbers climbing over the oh. tower. I, I literally saw that, and the spike was really, really big. That made me scared when I was young. Wow. And uh, there is also um, uh, 
uh, Oriental Pearl Tower, which is shaped like the Pearl Tower. Oh, uh, Pearl Tower. Uh, I've been there before. If you look at that carefully, it's like um, when you're when we are lo- young, we go to school and there's a styrofoam ball mm-hmm. and a wooden picker that we use to oh yeah put yeah, on yeah tongue, right like teeth. It's shaped like that. The mm-hmm. middle part of the uh, tower is that styrofoam ball. And the, the toothpick. Uh-huh, yeah, it's like a te- it's like a end of toothpick. So, mm-hmm. so like that, there are lots of skyscrapers over the Pudong, and I will tell you some interesting facts about this. Uh, cause Shanghai is like a harbor over there. There's a a Huangpu River over there. Uh, many boats and many cultures uh move around the Shanghai Pudong to like trade and for the work. So. There are lots of culture inside the Pudong, which means there are lots of foods that we can eat over there. So I ate like pizza, pasta, or other uh, Western culture foods, and it's really good because it's very developed over there. Because mm-hmm. most developed uh, place or their foods are really good. So right. also because there's a river, there are many boats over there. So it's good to go there and take a cruise for sightseeing. So, if you go around on a cruise at night, you can have a very good experience with the night view because there are lots of skyscrapers and all the lights. Fun so, fact uh-huh. about Shanghai, uh-huh. like when uh, Chinese actually like um, perceived capitalism, uh-huh. and when they started to like develop their uh, harbor areas uh-huh. or bay areas, um, I- apart from sh- uh, apart from Beijing, which is their um, which is their capital, uh-huh. a lot of those like. Uh, harbor areas developed first and if you look at china's like most developed cities or uh where they earn all their money uh-huh. uh, like 30 percent or so is of their chinese gdp is based in shanghai in oh. those locations oh, i didn't know that that's mm-hmm. interesting okay um this is an interesting fact that uh in shanghai pudong, pudong shanghai mm-hmm. one interesting fact is that ships operate like buses over there there's a bus called Dongchang Road Pier, which is uh, Shanghai Runzu in Chinese. Uh, there are many people who go to work from Pusi, which is uh, across the river, uh, across the across river to Pudong, and they pay about forty cents to cross the river. So I've been on this boat to cross uh, Pudong and Pusi, and uh, high-rise buildings are concentrated on Pudong, and there are not many in uh, Pusi. But if you look at Pudong at night from Pussy, it is very pretty that the high-rise buildings are concentrated. I'm actually curious if there are any people who are willing to swim across the river. It's too <laughs> wide. Act- I'm okay. sure they would die. Okay, okay. I'm sure. It makes sense. They will drown. Okay. Uh, the nice side of Shanghai, it's really awesome, like I told you before. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I guess there are... That's the end of the Pudong, Shanghai. That so. was actually really cool. Yeah. I mean, Shanghai, the image of Shanghai, of course, that we uh, just put up on our minds is like the night, night when at night, all the lights are concentrated. Mm-hmm. We look at those big towers with <laughs> previously mentioned like balls and chopped uh-huh. like toothpicks. Oh, yeah. And the toop- toothpicks. That was very interesting. Oh, Shanghai yeah. is a really fun place to go. I've been there like uh, two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. For a baseball tournament, but um, really, they they do have mixed like cultures. For oh, example, right. I've had like Vietnamese po noodles there, 
and as desserts, I eat uh, Turkish ice creams, mm-hmm. and um, ma- mostly in Shanghai. Obviously, because it's a place for business and like you Work. know uh-huh. diversity, right? You experience multi like multi uh, altitude of cultures there, mm-hmm. which is really interesting right. overall. So, um, that's it for the uh, part two of part episode two. six. Hope you enjoyed our uh-huh. some of our anecdotes uh-huh. and our analysis on Hong Kong and Shanghai. It's really good experience to talk about the our experience, right? Right. Right. <laughs> Gives us nostalgia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I want to go back. It was fun. So, uh, this is end of the part two, and see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.